I'm John. I'm Keith. I'm James. And this is Flumadoodle. Flumadoodle diddle diddle diddle. <laughs> Your somewhat reliable source of information for most things. Occasionally. For most things. If you can't tell, today we are here with local hero, the great and mighty James oh, Spann. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I wish, I wish this was video. You guys have this thing scripted. This is great. You, you've written out some notes here. <laughs> I, I, have never, I have never done a podcast with anything in front of me. I just We just roll with it. Just so you guys are it. organized. Oh, well, see, only if we need be organized. But we're not going to be too organized. So Okay. I, no, I... The way we do ours, I just sit in front of Mike. We get our guys together and we go. Yeah. I mean, you guys are organized. That's why you should be listening to this show and not mine. <laughs> uh, well, we, we know you're busy, James. We appreciate you taking the time. I'll absolutely. tell you what, I didn't see your suspenders, so that made me feel pretty comfortable, you know. Yeah, those stay in a closet back there. The serious <laughs> weather is not yeah. afoot no, we, we don't break those out until we need them. Okay. So we're good. That's an ongoing joke in Alabama that if you see James' suspenders, and you better watch out, there's weather afoot. But what it means is actually just hot in the studio in here. There you go. You got to shed that jacket, right? It gets so hot in this box, it, you would not believe yeah, how hot in. it gets hot. It, I mean, it's bad. So, But we've learned through social science studies that people actually do pay attention to what you're wearing now. So during tornado weather, we have to be careful about when you take your jacket off, when you roll up your sleeves. You have to be careful now. It's crazy as it Walking sounds. Walking on eggshells. You are, you are communicating a message. So That's right. Uh, we are very aware of that. Well, I hate to think what I'm communicating with my fashion sense. It's not too much. What do you mean? I think the three of us are good-looking guys here. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, uh, we're looking good today. Absolutely. Even the hair is looking good on all Re three of us. Really good, yeah. So James brought us into the studio. We are actually sitting in the studio right now. It is amazing. I feel I feel big time, John. Oh, man. We See, did. they don't even we're let here. me sit over here. At 1 o'clock when we're taping this, you can come in here for about an hour, and it's quiet. There's nobody in here. So this is the only time I can actually come sit in here and, and act like I'm a newsman. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. But hey, everybody knows you, James Spann. You're, like I said, a local hero here in Alabama. So we thought we'd uh, kind of ask you a few questions to, you know, some serious questions. Serious like, probing uh, questions. Oh, like, uh, like pers where's personal, the nosy questions. I love them. I, they're the greatest. <laughs> like, like, where's the best place in Alabama to get biscuits? There's a joint down in Highland Home. I bet you guys have never been below Montgomery. I, I bet you you guys are a bunch of North Alabama rich people. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm a South even. Alabama redneck. I've been to a place uh, called Tallahassee, Alabama. You know that one? Oh, that's that, near Montgomery. That's Lake Martin. Tallahassee has become an upscale Lake Martin community now. Yeah. It, it's not the community that it used to be 30 years ago. I mean, I loved it. I, was it. I loved, there then. Yeah, I loved it 30 years ago when it was a small town. Now it's a Lake Martin Oh, is it really? Deal. But no, no, there's, there's a joint in Highland Home on US 331. Uh, uh, it's, it's, I, I can't remember the name of the place. It's like, don't think about it or don't ask or nothing. Or, anyway, anyway this, this is the place in Highland Home, best biscuits in the state. All right. The, the next probing question, we don't want to get any fights here. We already know that the Auburn Tigers are the greatest football team in the state of Alabama. Uh, I have to disagree with that. <laughs> I'll let, so you, we, I'll let you guys we, fight that out. We won't yeah. argue with that, but what about, okay, this can get some hackles up too. What about barbecue? Uh, Jim's Pit Barbecue in Billingsley, and I know you guys have never been to Billingsley. I've heard of Billingsley, but B never Bill been there. Billingsley Jim's. is between Centerville and Prattville. It's in Otauga County. Okay. I know Otauga County is north of Montgomery, uh, and Jim's is right on the side of US 82. Uh, you go in there and tell them I sent you. 
All right. It will knock your socks off. I've been known just to drive all the way down there just to get some barbecue. Now, buddy of ours, I don't know if you've ever been up there. There's a place near Fort Payne, between Collinsville and Fort Payne on 11, called Sally's. I need to go. I've never been. A buddy of ours who's... uh, I was in Rainsville the other day. I I need to check it out. Yeah, Uh, you aren't far from there. It's supposed to be really good as well. Okay. No, I I look. The best meat and threes in this state are in gas stations. I mean... All right. I'm just... I mean, there's some good ones not in gas stations, right. but you want a really good meal, go, go to the Triple T in Pell yeah. City. Little hole in tri- tri- well, Triple T is like a, I think it's an Exxon gas station. Well, I may be in Pell City this week. Go, the, tri- go the Triple T up in Duck Springs. Y'all know where that is? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got a patient over near there. Our company you, covers you, you, six counties. So. Okay, so you come over the mountain, and then you'd be turning right down yeah. the Wills Valley, going like the Duck Springs School, like right. gas station on the right. You go in there. Yeah, and I know lunch, what you're talking about. I've been there before. It will blow your mind. It's well, so why good. Well, I think there uh, next week. I'm yeah. telling you, it's awesome. Well, now, James, that's one thing that How do we degenerate me? into talking about gas stations and <laughs> yeah. barbecue? And, uh, <laughs> hey, no, this, this, is, this is what life's all about. It's good. That's Absolutely. right. That's one thing that amazes me about you, James. Every time I watch, and we do have inclement weather and stuff, I, I tell my wife, Jennifer, I'm like, man, it amazes me how much he knows about our state. It's like every little nook and cranny, he can tell you everything about it. It just means I'm old. <laughs> and I've been around the block a few times. Uh, I, I've been here a long time. Uh, i, I got to find the name of that. It's going to drive me crazy, uh, the, the, the biscuit place. See, y'all got me thinking about oh, the biscuits, biscuits now. Yeah. Well, I often uh, ask that. You know, I, I have the opportunity in my job to visit with a lot of of it don't matter. Elderly folks. It don't matter. Like, that's, that's the name. What's the biscuit? It, it don't, don't matter. matter. There you go, son. <laughs> Sorry. That, <laughs> no, you're. That's great, man. Um, so, what about? It's obvious your passion for the weather, for meteorology. When did that begin for you? Is that always there? I, I think a, so. I, I can't remember a time in my life when I didn't have any interest in it. Uh, and again, I grew up in Butler County, which is between Montgomery and Mobile. And you know, in the summer when I was a kid, you didn't have Xbox, PlayStation. Phones, pads, you had exactly. nothing. You got to play in the woods all day. Exactly. And, I did and on that. these summer afternoons, these storms would blow up and they were just unbelievably awesome. And of course, knowing what I know now, we should have been in because lightning <laughs> will kill you. I mean, it's, it's, you, know, you look back on it, what a bunch of knuckleheads, but man. So, uh, and then I moved to Tuscaloosa when I started fifth grade out of some circumstances that were not good, but Tuscaloosa is the weather capital of the world. And so growing up in the 70s as an older child in Tuscaloosa, I saw stuff you wouldn't believe and got involved in ham radio and spotting and spent a lot of time on some of these disasters. And it was just meant to be. I've never had a real job in my life. Never. I have this great (laughs) fear one day somebody's going to say, you got to go get a real job. I wouldn't know what to do. I've never had a resume. I've never applied for a job. Never in my entire life. I am like Forrest Gump. I mean, he's kind (laughs) of... Eased into it, or were eased into it's it. Just you, you wouldn't believe my life. It's crazy. It's all great. I'm blessed. I'm very blessed. You said you had your first degree in electrical. Yeah, I, I missed. I, I didn't finish. I was a year out. Well, I was 18 hours away. My, my first major was electrical engineering because nobody ever told me that meteorology was a career option. Nobody. Right. And um, and I, you know, I loved ham radio and tearing radios apart. I, I would have been a good engineer, but I learned. What happened, I was working at a small radio station in Tuscaloosa, paying you know, paying my way through college. That's how you did it back in those days. You didn't get student loans. You earned the exactly. money to pay the tuition. And um, with all that weather stuff, I did a lot of weather, not knowing much about it. But the TV station called and offered me a job if I'd come out there and do weather to Channel 33 in Tuscaloosa, which is part of 3340. And, Absolutely. Uh, that's when I realized you could actually do this for a living. 
So that was about the time that Mississippi State opened their geoscience program, meteorology, and it was just all an amazing God's timing kind of thing where it all worked out. So. Oh, that's amazing. But I've been on TV 40 years this month. 40, that's a long time. Well, I'm old as dirt. And I lived out for a while. I've got underwear older than you two guys. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, getting, I'm a little bit older than this guy. He's the junior partner here. Yeah, you got about 10 on me. Yeah, at least. But I lived out in another tornado alley for a while out in Oklahoma, out in Tulsa. Where the wind comes a, whistling down the plain. Yes. Exactly. So I've either been here or there, always in the eye of the, the, not the hurricane, but in the crosshairs of the tornado, I guess you'd say. Now, how'd you move to Alabama from Oklahoma? That doesn't make any sense. I See, I'll interview actually, you. Alabama <laughs> to Oklahoma. My mom was a nurse. She okay. got a job out at, as a supervisor out at a hospital out there. So we ended up out there, then back to Auburn for school several years ago. Okay, I got you. So, and here we are up in the Gadsden metropolitan area, if you will. The Gadsden metro. Yeah. Yeah, that's a joke, right? No. Well, not, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? <laughs> it's not a Wait metro, a minute. metropolitan that's area. 1-800-cadiddlehoppers.com or whatever your number is. Whatever. Don't call me. Call them. See, the, the haters come on me now. I, I there you go. You do get a lot of haters. Like, uh, they, they try to blame you, don't oh, they? Oh, it's brutal. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, I tell people all the time, you can't hurt my feelings because I don't have any feelings left. I mean, <laughs> I got none. I mean, I remember one day we had to cut off, stand on that green wall over there, uh, an NBA basketball game on Christmas Day. Christmas uh -oh. Day. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. Peace on earth. Goodwill toward men. Unless. Um the first email I got said, you should have been aborted by a coat hanger. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my Lord. This is the world I live in. Um, it's just brutal. But I remember one year, I, you probably could tell me what year it was, you predicted snow on Christmas Day, and it happened. And I told my wife, I said, well, he's good like, See, that for at least 10 right years. There. I mean, yeah, that messed everything so up. You're for not you supposed right to say there. nice things. I mean, no. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, what it is, it's part of it, it's just a degeneration of society. Yeah, we are very self-centered, very self-centered, and if we don't get our way, we're just going to go scream and moan and cuss and chew somebody out, and they're going to go attack the first person they find, and that's just the society we're in. And yeah, you know, I, I'm used to it. I, 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 I hate that. Though, you know, it's it is not good. It's not good at all. But it is what it is. And to do what we do, you've got to have a very bizarre combination of sass and grace. Yeah, right. A very bizarre combination, and knowing where to draw that line. Absolutely. But if you can't defend yourself, they will eat your eyeballs for breakfast. So, it's. Uh, I honestly think the best at it in the media is one of my former interns, because we try and teach these kids. You're, it's going to be brutal. They will attack you. It's going to be personal. It's going to be wicked, and you better Crazy. be ready for it. Um, but she. Worked her way from here in the summer of 2000. Bottom line is, she's the chief meteorologist for ABC News. She's on Good Morning America every day, Ginger oh, Z. Oh, that's awesome. If you watch Good Morning America, that's one of my kids. And I watch how she handles it. And it's even worse if you're a woman. Mm -hmm. I bet. She is good. In fact, I've learned a lot by watching <laughs> her handle, handling the haters and the trolls and the know-it-alls. So yeah. it's an acquired skill, but that's just part of it. You know, it's, that's one thing we in, talk about on our show yeah, is exactly. that we're real big on being able to disagree and respect. You know, like respect and love one another and be civil, even if you disagree with, yeah. with something. My, my definition of tolerance is, you know, respecting somebody else's opinion. Yeah, exactly. And, and treating them with propriety, decency, and respect. That's all that means to me. And, 
goodness, we, we, we have lost that function, that ability in our society today. And it's just, I'm pretty old and I've, I've been through the Cuban Missile Crisis. I've been through the Vietnam thing. I've been through everything and, and I've never quite seen it like this. And, you know, at some point, I guess it'll change. I hope it changes. But uh, Oh, I do too. We've actually done a short about that. Uh, Keith and I talked about that. Look, we're not going to agree on everything. We don't have to. Chris, and you uh, never Keith, will. Exactly. But I've never felt like we've had to until this day and age. But Keith and I push on the podcast and with my buddy Matt and Sean, it's like, look, if you want to check the check boxes, there's a whole lot of politics, a whole lot of theology, a whole lot of football, a whole lot of bar- everything that we don't disagree on. But if I need somebody at 3 a.m., I know who I can call and who's going to be there. Yeah, I mean, goodness, it's just, I, I just, I would never be involved in politics because Ooh, I would run God. on things based on things that pull people together instead of things that tear them apart. Right. Nobody would vote for me because they, everybody wants to fight. It's like we're in a pro wrestling mentality. And so that's just not working. One of those hot topics that I've, I've actually heard you on Rick and Bubba talk about climate change and, um, you know, you, you can't even. It's people all want to poli- get nasty. It's, 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 it's all, it's all so politics, political now. But I, I tell you, I, I, I've also been one that I don't believe in man-made climate change. But I'm not a scientist or a meteorologist, so I just say, "Well, James Spann don't believe in it." So, <laughs> well, so here's, you know, that, here's, that carries the, weight around you know, here. You know? First off, you know, if you even question any of that, you become a denier. Which, I know, which, which is an implication that you deny the Holocaust is what that implies, or an idiot or whatever, and you can't ask questions anymore. Um, I, I think most of us in the science field agree on the basics, that, that CO2 is a greenhouse gas. And I do think that too much of a good thing can be bad. You can kill yourself by drinking water. Right. But to blame every hot day, every tornado, every time it rains, every time a dog pees on a bush on climate change is idiotic. It, cli- climate attribution studies take years. Right. And now you get on the Twitter and declare, well, this tornado was the result of man-made global warming. We must do something now. And they go into all this political rant stuff. And I, just, I don't even talk about it anymore because it's just yeah, people. I, I, I encourage people on the left to listen to those without any ties to money. And that's hard to find it in this debate. But John Christie, our state climatologist, and I pretty much agree on the subject. John has no ties, doesn't get money from anybody, and I sure don't. Uh, Dr. Curry, who was the head of the atmospheric science program at Georgia Tech. Uh, there's so many wonderful people on that side. And then go listen to the other side. Dr. Marshall Shepard at the University of Georgia. People on the right need to listen to those that don't take money with another opinion. We can't do that anymore. I mean, we should. So Absolutely. Now, I came upon that name. You just mentioned Marshall Shepard. I read a Forbes article by him, and he actually mentioned you. Yeah, he's a good friend. Talking about you guys being able to disagree about specific points civilly and be great friends, be right. close friends, we, and not make a deal out of it. Very close personal friends, and we disagree on some things, like any, like anybody and like else, everybody, right? like Keith and I do. And, and we we, we have great conversations, and we talk, and then we just go cut up and laugh and have a good time. I mean, it's just exactly. I, I wish he's the kind of guy that I'm looking for. That yeah. Somebody that's not in it for a fight. Somebody that's just sincere and that's willing to listen to other viewpoints and willing to share their viewpoint in a way that's not abrasive or you know screaming at somebody and. Uh, we, we just lost that ability, and I hate that. Absolutely. I love listening to other people that have other opinions. Because that. if I am I some echo chamber, what am I going to learn? I'm hearing the same thing over and over and over again. So I like to you know, listen to different people that have different opinions because uh, yeah. you learn from them. Yeah, Absolutely. I told John before, this country was founded by men coming together and disagreeing on purpose but respecting one another Yeah, so that you can learn and build something together. And I, I'm hoping, you know, I think, 
I just like to start with his state. Um, you know, in Alabama, I, I'm an Alabama guy. I'm a, I am an Alabama guy. I was born here. I'll die here. I'll be buried here. And I love this state. And uh, born in uh, what town was it you said? I was actually in? born in Huntsville, but Huntsville. I moved to Greenville when I was an infant. So I don't remember I anything you. about Huntsville. I, I'm from I, I'm a South Alabama redneck from Butler County, from and LA. I've seen the days of the horrible things in the '60s. I've seen things you guys wouldn't believe. Yeah. I, you would not believe it, from churches, mm. the, the alleged Absolutely. Christian community. Uh, when I was in VBS in first grade, we made ashtrays for the deacons so they could smoke and talk about black people. The, this, oh, the, wow. and, and I knew we all knew mm, there was something terrible. wrong with it. And yet, if you even questioned it, you were a wild liberal, a pinhead, or what? You know, they, they would just brutally attack you. It was kind of the same thing to some degree back then. Uh, but anyway, where we are now, we need to find somebody that that can cut the. And, and I, you know, I, I just don't like politics I, I, on both sides. There's so many issues. But I'm, look, we're looking for young leaders with a vision that can lead in a way of integrity, propriety, decency. We can't agree on everything, but I think there's some options out there. And I'm very bullish on the future. I'm, I'm bullish on Birmingham and the state. Um, you know, a lot of people. Absolutely. I don't, I don't understand these people that hate Birmingham. I hate Birmingham. I hate it. I hate going down there. I hate the people that live there. I hope it burns and goes to Hades. Mm. So when somebody in their family gets sick, they're dying. Where's the first place they come? UAB yeah, hospital. UAB right. hospital. UAB. They are it. on their knees praying to God that Birmingham is there. What's the matter with these people? Well, we see that all the For, time in hospice. Somebody's got something. Well, we're not sure. We're going to go back to Birmingham, and we're going to see if there's anything else that can be done for us before we make this decision. You know? Right. And, and, and not only you know medicine, but recreation, concerts. Life, everything else, the marvelous things that are happening here. Birmingham is alive and well, and marvelous things are happening. And I just don't understand these haters. Um, I, anyway, I'm, 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 no, I, I'm, you know, I'm going down a, a bad path here. No, it's the oh, idea of that's been on my mind lately of perspective. You can look, if you want to take that negative perspective and pick out things to create a narrative of why you don't like something or why this is bad, you can find that. But if you want to look at the things you're talking about, look, now I'm going to define it like this. I have hope. There's a future. We have a hope in a future, right? Yeah. So we're I, optimistic about that. I'm the chairman of the board of a big hospital here. I, I'm involved in a lot of different stuff. And uh, I hear all kinds of things. One lady, I was in the hospital. I like to walk the hospital floors and talk to people. And she said, I hate Birmingham. Every time you go down there, you get shot. There's murders. There's crime. I'm afraid to even let my child go on the streets of Birmingham. And I know a lot of things in my head. And I pulled up for my little pea brain up here, the uh, crime stats for her community per thousand, which were much higher than Birmingham. Wow. And then she called, you lying, you're lying. <laughs> you don't even know where I'm from. And ma'am, I know where you're from better than you do. But so we just need to calm down. It, for, for this state, Birmingham has to be successful. For Alabama Absolutely, to be successful, Birmingham has to be successful. And really good things are happening. The, the UAB shutdown was going to kill the state. It was going to kill this state. No, nobody knows how bad that was going to be. They were going to shut down the undergraduate program, not just Ooh, football wow. and the rifle. This was an old family feud, and I don't want to get into it, but I got involved in that. And we, we have turned that into a win-win for everybody. Good. That's awesome. Football was saved. Undergrad was saved. We want Tuscaloosa to win. We want Birmingham to win. We want Gadsden to win. We want the trustees to win. We want the co Everybody's going to win here. This is not to bring anybody down. And Absolutely. For the people that came together to save UAB, what else can we save? Uh, there's a lot of projects that we need to do, like the education system in Birmingham. That's a big problem, public school right. system. But there's a lot of things that need a lot of work. But I'm very bullish. So I, I'm 
look, I'm optimistic. I'm not a that's neg- awesome. Yeah, I ain't no good. negative Nelly here. I, it's all good. Now we we've talked about how much time you spend doing the things every day and how little of sleep you get. If you do have that moment of time, outside of weather and all these different organizations, what do you like to do? What how do you wind wind down, <laughs> relax? Does that happen for James Spann? It's not all? a lot of time to do that. Um, I. Uh, I do work out at a gym here by the TV station, and that's become like a little family over there. We've kind of bonded, so I enjoy that. And I play tennis on Sunday nights. Children's ministry is hard. Most people think we're a bunch of morons, and you go up there with little flannel boards. You don't do that with children's ministry to be successful these days. It takes a lot of yeah, audiovisual hard yeah, work to be days. successful. And uh, like VBS, you know, I'm worried about VBS 2019 right now. We just finished with 18. That is the Super Bowl week. Well, but, but anyway, after, after all that stuff on Sunday, we go play tennis every Sunday night, and that is my getaway. It's, it's a great retreat. Awesome. Uh, and again, we, a lot of us guys have been playing for years and years. We've gotten to know each other. So I, playing tennis and uh, going to the workout down here, that's my, that's, it's boring, but that's kind of it. My wife and I go to antique stores. She likes to look for antiques. I like to all right. eat. I like to – I know the good places to eat. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. We've been married uh, 30s. Seven years. That's and, a long time. Uh, have a lot of fun together. Our kids are the youngest one's twenty, so they're almost out of there. Almost. Now, while we're talking about kids, let me hit on that for a second. Because I've got a little boy nine, and Keith's got boys what eleven and nine. About to be ten. Oh, or 12. Those, those boneheads yeah. are my people. Those, yeah, are, exactly. those are my people. <laughs> and so they understand boy, me. <laughs> <laughs> my little boy was so excited, and he like many kids. No way. Where does he go to school? He goes to Mitchell up oh, across yeah. from Nakalula. Own some bricks in that building. There you go. That's a good place. We love the teachers. Shout Middle. out to Mitchell and Southside there. Um, but he is horrified of tornadoes. So, of course, we have our safe place. We have an interior hallway. We have a big heavy oak table that we can sit out in that hallway if we need to. So we're like, so I'm explaining this to him. But he's phobic of tornadoes. So, and I know you probably see that a lot. You go into schools. Kids are scared of storms. What, what do you tell the kids when you go in? What kind yeah, of we, do we, you give them? Every Friday at 4.30, I have families up here. Every Friday at 4.30. And they'll sit over here and watch the news. And at 5.30, I talk with them. These are kids with phobias. And we start, we'd start a process. You can't fix it in one day right. or in one hour. But you start with the simple idea that without water, we can't live. Without water, you can't live. You can't live. I can't live. Nobody listening to the show can live. And water <clears throat> was basically made one time, once. And we use it over and over and then they kind of perk up and they know, hey, that's the water cycle. I learned about that in kindergarten. I said, yeah, come on now, you're getting on to this. And what's the big part of the water cycle? Precipitation. And in Alabama, where does most of our precipitation come from? Thunderstorms. The bottom Absolutely. line is that we don't have them. You can't live here. You can't live in your house. You can't go to your school. You can't have your friends. You'd be living somewhere else because you'd be in a desert. So you better be thankful every time you hear thunder. It is a marvelous blessing. Absolutely. And then you play the tornado odds game, which involves plastic cups. Uh, I've done big sessions where if I've had time to do it, I'll set out 10,000 plastic cups. Oh, man. And I'll put one ball under a plastic cup. Uh, That's the odds of you being hit by a tornado. 
Uh, I've talked to Dylan a little bit about that, the chances of it yeah, being yeah. P- right p- here. Pick up a cup, and let's see if the ball's under it. Of course, they never pick up the cup with a ball under it. And, uh, you know, you play the odds game with them, and they need to know that tornadoes don't happen a lot. It's sexy, and it gets on TV a lot. Absolutely. And if you watch YouTube, you think the tornadoes happen every day. They're very rare, even in our state. And even on a day like April 27, 2011, when you had 62 in one day, yeah. the percentage of the state hit by a tornado was less than one-tenth of one percent. Right, wow. exactly. So you start playing numbers games with them, and it'll, it'll help them. Absolutely. That's kind of what I put to him, Dylan. We've got a plan in place, but if a tornado it comes even a quarter of a mile down the end of our road, we might not ever know that. We, we, I mean, we would see it and hear it, but it, it's not going to create the damage of something coming right through our home, that kind oh, yeah. of thing. So, so yeah. you mentioned lightning earlier. You have a, a healthy fear of lightning. Oh, yourself, goodness, right? man. I, let me tell you, you know, <laughs> it's a miracle. I wasn't killed down in Butler County. I learned a lot in those woods down there. And one thing, you better respect lightning. We've had a couple of close calls. I tell you, I, I'll chase a rabbit. One thing I learned, guys, this is great truth for any man listening to this show. Even on a triple dog dare, don't you ever pee on an electric fence. Uh, I almost died in the woods of Butler County. I was in convulsions while my other buddies were pointing and laughing. Absolutely, oh, of course. Uh, but I don't even have Now we got a flagpole for you to stick Yeah, there you, there you go. Uh, but um, I forgot what we were talking about. It was lightning. Oh, yeah, lightning. Uh, we, J.B. Elliott, my mentor and I, we were up on Red Mountain back in 1995. We had a hurricane called Opal that came through here in 95. And typically, hurricanes don't generate lightning. They just don't. They're warm core systems. They don't generate lightning. And we were outside just for a second back on the mountain, and lightning hit that stinking big sign up there, the Channel 6 WBRC sign mm-hmm. on the mountain. And, you know, our hair was straight up. We felt it, the current. We were both scared to death. And uh, ever since that day... I know how close we came to dying that day, and mm. that really cemented my fear. I'm afraid of one thing when it comes to weather, and it's lightning. And uh, Twelve people have died this year. We had a 12-year-old girl killed at Gulf Shores a couple of summers ago, and a lot mm. of her friends were burned, and they had horrible third-degree burns. And if you guys have worked a burns unit in a big hospital, you don't even want to go down that path about mm. how brutal it is, the pain, what they have to go through. Uh, no, I, in all those years, I coached baseball, youth baseball. <laughs> Let me tell you what, boys. Clear out. If there's lightning within eight miles, my team's off the field. You can play by yourself all day out there. We're out of here. We're gone. Yeah. But but most organizations have gotten a lot better. The, oh, the yeah. Southeastern Conference. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've stopped a football game in Tuscaloosa before. That was pretty cool. Uh, there you go. We had lightning. we got to shut her down, boys. We had lightning within seven miles, and uh, I can talk to the head ref. I do weather support down there, and I can talk to the head referee, and he shut it down like that. I mean, they're good. The, the SEC's good. Most youth baseball programs are good. Not all, but most of them. <laughs> uh. I have one of our, the ladies that works with us lives up in Sandrock near Leesburg Center area, and she, uh, a lightning struck a tree about five feet from her head just a couple of weeks ago. What was she doing outside? It was, they were out at a pool, and they were just about to head in from the pool. Oh, goodness. And I've been within about 25 feet, and it was pretty. Yeah. That, it was pretty discouraging. That was, that was about that was about our situation, twenty five feet. But uh, you know, the, a lot of people say, "Well, it's not raining yet." Well, so what? You know, you can get uh, lightning, you know, ten miles out ahead of a storm out of the anvil. And come on, man, it, it, for, and forget the eight mile rule. If you can hear thunder, you better get in. I yeah. mean, I if if I, and I got all these pro apps and everything. But even if I didn't have this phone, if I'm hearing thunder, I'm in. I don't care. Y'all can just stay out here all day long, but I am in, and if I'm got any kids under my watch, they're in. So yeah, it creeps me out. 
So when we was preparing for the podcast, we saw um, that you've been pretty successful in your field. You got a couple Emmys and things uh, like that, and you've done a lot. But uh, I was going to ask you, what's what's what are you most proud of? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I, I guess the probably my length of service, if that makes any sense. Yeah, uh, because most people quit. They, they right. get fed up with it. And this is brutal. It's like a football coach. You're going to lose some games. You're going to blow right. some forecasts. And, you know, a lot of people just can't take the pressure. And I don't blame them. And, and they move on. I've had a lot of interns with really good jobs, and they've just quit. And they've gone into some other fields and pharmaceutical sales and public relations <laughs> and all this other stuff. And Don't get I, hammered near as hard, huh? I, I don't think anybody expected me to last 40 years. I didn't think I'd last 40 years. And I'm not. I'm just getting started, man. I mean, I, there you I, go. I, I'm just getting started. I mean, I I feel good. I'm energized. Uh, but so that I, exercise and stuff's helped a lot with that, right? Yeah, staying up to 10 o'clock. Staying up to 10 o'clock used to kill me. My, my mouth was moving. My brain was shut down. I didn't even know what I was saying over there. Where now I'm energized late at night, which is That's a huge a good thing to be. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, huge difference. But um, you know, the, the the thing I want to focus on in the, you know, for the rest of my time doing this, it's fixing the warning process. We we got a problem. Um, what happened in 2011? Uh, that was a life changing thing for a lot of us in this business. Uh, but the bottom line is on that day, 252 people died on my watch. That's insanity. Wow. Absolute insanity. There was a warning for every one of those, all 62 tornadoes. In some cases, you had 45 minutes, and the bodies were found within walking distance. So what we learned that day is that the physical science could not have been better, but we don't know anything about social science, yeah. human behavior. We don't know anything about that. No training in it. The, 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 what I know about it's hanging out in hospitals and Walmarts and right. talking to people. And maybe that's not enough. So I went through all the phases of grief and anger and this, you know. So you stuff. really took it personally. They felt uh, like you could have done something more. Very, very personal. It was our finest day and it was our worst day. And I, I'm tr in the process of trying to memorize the names of all the people that died that day. That's 252. And I'm about halfway there. I know their names. I know their stories. I, I've met some of their relatives. And when you start wow. getting that involved, it becomes very personal. These were, these were precious people that died. It's not something in some faraway land and, you know, something that just doesn't happen to us. It happened to us. If you live in this state, it happened to us. Absolutely. And so I, I want to get with those social scientists, which we have done, learn what went wrong, and fix it. That's awesome. And it's going to take some time. We've got work to do, and you guys have work to do. The public has work to do. Um, the number one reason people died that day, what do you think it was? Number one, by far, no doubt, number one. The, I have no clue. The siren mentality. Waiting for the siren. The notion that you should hear some magical air raid siren in your house. Alabamians are in love with those things. <laughs> I don't understand oh, it. A siren. Yeah, I don't understand It's like some sexual attraction. It's bizarre. And you can't. You can't hear them. The next year, we had a 16-year-old girl named Christina Heichelbeck that was killed in clay, 4 o'clock in the morning. The grieving parents later that day said, we never heard the siren. And I said, come on! I mean, I got, I was livid. Why didn't we figure this out before? And I'm not throwing the parents under the bus. They, they have become advocates. They want to be on this show with tears streaming down their cheeks, begging people to listen to this, to stop it. 
to stop thinking you're going to hear some stinking siren. You can't hear them in a house. You can't hear them in here. You can't hear them in a business. You can't hear them in a school. Oh, you might on a sunny day. Right. But when there's a raging storm at 4 a.m., they're worthless. I was so mad. I wanted to take. I wanted to climb up those poles and take them down and burn them. But they, they serve a purpose. That they're a last desperate resort for people that are outdoors. They serve a purpose. But we've got to be better in being very bold mm-hmm. about this issue. That, that killed a lot of people that day. They never heard the tornado was coming. Think they're going to hear some siren. And there's a, that's a whole series of shows in itself. But anyway, that, that's my goal for the rest of my career is to fix it. And I know a lot of people at my age and... Uh, we're going to fix it. We're going we're gonna to make some changes. That's awesome. I love that. That's what, you know, Keith was wondering earlier, what, uh, what's the cause maybe of your success? One thing I see from the way that bothers you, I've talked to my wife about this. She has this. I ran into a lady the other day doing my job that had that passion and intensity, and I just define that as a spirit of excellence, a desire to, a desire to do something not just for yourself, but for others. Yeah, you know, it's just, I don't know, I... God gives everybody their desires of their heart, you know. Right. And for everybody, it's different. Everybody's a different passion. Everybody has a different thing. This is my thing. I don't know why. It makes That's no awesome. sense. But uh, th- these were just unbelievably precious people that died, and the heartbreak is real. And it's and I, if I can do anything to prevent that heartbreak for the future generations, then that that will. Be, it'll be worth it to deal with these haters and trolls and boneheads and you know Absolutely. no sleep and all this other stuff. So uh, we're we're, we're going to work on that. We're working on it every. I think about that day every day. Every day I think wow. about April twenty seventh, and uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna do some good. I, I'm not. I don't play mental gymnastics and the blame game and all that. Right, I, I am that solely focused on fixing it. So that's, that's wonderful, man. Yeah. yeah, we appreciate you sharing that. Well, on a lighter note, we can finish up with this. I'm headed to Panama City. Woo! Yeah. I need <laughs> my, You're gonna go I down there and show SPF. the ladies, the, show the ladies the way to the beach. That's yeah. right, ma'am. The beach is that away. <laughs> uh, with these guns, yeah, take you to the gun show, ma'am. <laughs> Uh, We're past that. Tropics are quiet down there. It's great. Uh, You know, uh, the the core of the hurricane season is August and September. Typically, if you have anything in July, it's just more rain. But there's no tropical action, none in the Gulf. We've got one in the Atlantic called Chris, and that's headed out to sea. And another one that might try and regenerate, it's headed out to sea. You're good. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, Panama City, that's awesome. It's Uh, good to go. Yeah. Well, I get James. I know you got to head out here in just yeah, a second. I, I was wondering if we could uh, just we could do one selfish thing, get you to give us some brownie points. We've got our, our supervisors today that let us off. Blake and Colleen, could you give Blake and Colleen a shout out and thing? Wow, Blake, Colleen, you're great Americans. <laughs> <laughs> These men deserve a raise. Oh, hey, there you go. Now, y'all no, heard no, that no, straight no, from no, James. Again, Spann, I, I dabble now, in healthcare, on. and the chaplains. <laughs> nobody appreciates the chaplains. Nobody until you can't find one. There you go. When there's some kind of crisis in that building, uh, I, my hospital's Grandview Medical Center, which is on uh, okay. US 280. It's, yeah, I know we, what you're talking we about. We are at hospital. full capacity, um, and uh, I just appreciate what y'all do because uh, a lot of times people get bad news. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, we opened up this big cancer center, and a lot of times over there, people get really bad news. Absolutely. And uh, I, I am not wired to do what you do. Y'all are awesome. I. Thank you in, in a hospital visit, like if I'm in a room trying to do ministry, I'm looking at equipment and trying to think how much of this. I mean, I, right. I, I, I can't do it. I mean, I, I am the world's 
were I was wired to do children's ministry and That's weather. Awesome. Hey, and you do it well, man. And, Thank uh, you. Absolutely. But you know, what, hey, which, don't, don't listen to the haters, man. I think everybody. Yeah, loves absolutely. You. Don't listen to the haters. No, man, they, they don't bother me. <laughs> but, uh, thank you guys for coming over. Well, it's right. fun. Thank absolutely. you so Thanks much, James. And hey, everybody, get in touch with us. Do you flumadiddle.com, Facebook? Where else, Keith? Do you flumadiddle at gmail.com. There you go. That's one M, not two, because two is, is a, a dessert. dessert. Thanks. Peace out. Peace out.